Okay, so, wow. We are back after a hectic uh, moment where we were worried we couldn't uh, get on the air. Uh, but we are back. Our technical difficulties are out. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like our guest is with us. Uh, and so this is Student Activists uh, Hub Radio. I'm your host, Kevin, uh, with my co-host, Adam. And we're pleased to be back with you. We're going to have our interview with our first student. Uh, and just for precautionary measures, this interview is going to be conducted anonymously. Uh, so uh, is our guest with us? Hi, Kevin. Hi, Adam. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. It's great to uh, uh, be here with you. Yeah, thank you so much for... Um for uh, being willing to uh, come on and talk a little bit about um, these sort of crazy uh, things that happened yesterday. So, um, so first of all, um, we thought it might be helpful to get a little context about like what the course is about, and if you could say a little bit about um, why you had signed up for this labor studies course, and um, you know what the sort of purpose of it is, and and what what kinds of things you learned in there. Well, the. I signed up for this course because it was a Saturday class that was offered, and it did fit one of the requirements for my political science class. And I was raised by union parents, and I was interested in the bargaining and negotiating process between management, mediators, and unions. And this class covered sociology, economics, and the violent history towards workers by media, employers, and state militia. And I thought, well, great. I mean, I was going to be able to cover the political science. I was going to be able to cover the economics. I was going to be able to cover the management and the history. And so this was just a great class to take, and plus it fit my schedule since, you know, I work full-time. Um, just moving off of that, uh, the... One of the claims that are made by, you know, the people who are promoting this video, the Breitbart crew, Andrew Breitbart and his, his group of um, uh, people that are employed by his website, they claim that this class specifically uh, promoted violence and that the professors in this class tried to encourage their students to be violent on behalf of sort of union activism. Did you, did, did, is that claim, you know, true in any sense? Did you experience that? No, not at all. Judy and Don covered many topics that is important in the role of unions in the American political system and structure and our American society, and they covered it in perspectives that the American working class society seen it and within the specific demographics of the American culture. And there was absolutely no sense of violence at all that was perpetrated by Judy Ordon. So I don't I don't see where that can come about. Okay. And and um and uh what about uh, the other the other sort of claim that they were making is that they were teaching people how to do um industrial sabotage. Does that does that sound <laughs> accurate at all to you or is that Um no, not at all. Uh what we went over and what we learned from the class that, you know, workers collectively gain a sense of identity as a, as, as a team of workers who, when frustrated within the workplace, we, they can create spontaneous walkouts or they promote slowdowns or they do sit-down strikes or, you know, and 
and we never, uh, they never advocated any sort of, what was that, did you say corporate espionage, uh, sabotage, industrial sabotage, no, there was nothing like that, I don't, I don't recall anything like that. Okay. I just want, before we move on to the events that took place yesterday, I, I wanted to ask um, if you one of the sort of one of the other uh, things that happened is, is this video was released, and uh, you know it seems like it was released in violation of student privacy uh, laws, and you know I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, and if you were going to take any action specific, you know, or if any of the students. And the class were going to take any action, um, you know, sort of in that vein uh, against Breitbart, you know, and some of the people for releasing what is thought to be a confidential, you know, uh, student uh, course um, that that, you know, students are participating in with with the expectation of privacy. Well, first, let me say this. I got a phone call. Um, was it Friday Friday afternoon, I had no idea what was going on. I, I knew nothing, believe this or not. I knew nothing. And I get this phone call from one of the students in our class, and he said, have you heard? And I go, heard what? And they go, do you know that you um, that our class is on YouTube? And I'm like, YouTube? And then I find out that our teachers and our classmates were on YouTube, and at first I was in utter shock. Then I was really frustrated because I had I never thought that I would be in a class where free thought and intellectual thinking and learning was transpiring and that's advocated within a university system would ever be put on a YouTube. If I had known that this class might be on YouTube, I never would have took this class. So a violation of privacy and stuff that I might have said or other students might have said that were put on there could literally be taken out of a, a context of educational thinking and free thought. And as, you know, as far as doing anything about it, from what I understand, we're protected underneath the... Uh, Family Policy Compliance Office, or the university and the Family Compliance Office, U.S. Department of, by the U.S. Department of Education, I thought there was some sort of, you know, respect and privacy that went in with us, but I don't know. I, I guess that, I don't know. I'm, I'm just in utter shock over this. So, are you, I, are you thinking of, like, any... Uh, legal options or, or any of the students sort of on that path to try to, you know, because, you know, just going through the videos, there was a, a sort of free-flowing intellectual discussion, and now, you know, that's that's sort of displayed to the public in a very highly charged political atmosphere where you have people calling each other names and trying to say so-and-so is bad and, and is evil uh, for their own political views. You know, and, and I, I know that a lot of students might be concerned about that. Um, I really didn't get to see very much of the video because, like I said, I was at work. And um, when I did, what little bit of the video I did get to see, we had been labeled uh, communist. That was never, ever 
brought up in class other than when we had a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. And I don't, being labeled something by somebody else makes made me feel really bad, and, and, and other students as well. But I haven't really had an opportunity to talk to the other students because, um, you know, we're all in a lot of shock that this even happened. I mean, we felt kind of abandoned, maybe, and we felt like we were victimized. And, you know, we're, we're still trying to get over the shock of, of being abandoned as far as security and, and, the, and the shock of being victimized and, you know, having somebody try to break into your classroom and, and, and intimidate you by shouting aggressive questions at you is just, you know, we, we're all still reeling from the shock. We really haven't been able to sit down and even really think about this and really discuss where we're going to go or what we're going to do. Yeah. So, so you guys, um, you already felt, um, kind of victimized, um, sort of, uh, a little bit under attack, it sounds like. And then that was all even before, um, what happened yesterday. Um, so just to give a little background, um, so yesterday, um, apparently a, uh, a blogger, Adam Sharp, uh, Sharp Elbows, he's a member of the St. Louis Tea Party, He's um, posted, you know, he's had stuff on Breitbart's websites in the past. He uh, uh, apparently trespassed on the UMSL campus and was outside of your guys' classroom. Um, and there was some sort of altercation that went on outside. Um, and then, you know, and then there were a whole bunch of crazy events that followed. But, but just to sort of set up the context, I mean, he came to UMSL's campus specifically to sort of you know, try to raise some trouble, and a couple of other um, tea partiers came came as well. Um, so, so um, could you say a little bit? Um, so, so that's just sort of the background. Could you say a little bit about um, what what you saw as someone who was sitting in that classroom, and, and what your kind of experience was um, in in that situation, and 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 what what happened? I guess. Well, first of all, let me say this. Up until yesterday afternoon, I had no idea who Adam Sharp was, or I had no idea who Andrew... Right, part. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea who any of these people were. So when I got to school yesterday morning, and I'm sitting in my class, and everything started off as normal. Everything was going great. And then we broke for lunch, we left for lunch, we came back, and our guest mediator was finished speaking, and he was leaving, and, and Judy began her immigration um, lecture, and I was writing notes and taking notes on the immigration law of 1798, and the next thing I know, I heard a commotion out in the hallway. Well, the first thing was Don walked Max out to his car as Judy began her lecture, and I started taking notes, and the next thing I know, I heard this, this commotion out in the hall, and I looked over to a fellow student, and the fellow student asked me, did you see what happened? And I said, no, what is going on? And he said, it sounds like a fight's out there. And that's when Don came in and was trying to keep this man out. Now, this, is, this, this, this man appeared to be crazy because he was trying to come through the door, and when Don was trying to keep the man out of the classroom, 
and was shouting at the man, stay out. And as the man tried to come through the door, he put the man put his hands up like he was going to try to block the door to keep it open while he had a camera in his hand and he was taking pictures of it. And at that point, I got, you know, I was just so shocked at what was going on that this crazy man was trying to get in the classroom. Don was trying to protect the students and keep this crazy man out of the classroom. And we were just all in such shock that finally Don got the door slammed. He came in and said they're trying to get in. And that's when Judy, I guess, you know, got, I guess, a police officer from UMKC came into their room because they had security outside their room. We didn't have security at that point when we came back from lunch. So we were kind of off by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so at this time, every, you know, everything kind of calmed down. The door was shut. And then uh, one of the gentlemen looked at me and said, you know, maybe we should go. You need to go outside with me. And so I, Judy said at this point, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Well, since I knew the guy had a camera in his hand and not a gun, I felt a little safer. So I went ahead and I went out with one of the students who actually ended up leaving the, leaving the class. And as we walked out, this man was shouting intimidating questions at me and asking me if I condone workplace sabotage or violence in the workplace. And I wasn't going to answer him because at this point, this is someone who's crazy who has a camera. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the other student left, I went over to the library, called camp, campus security. Apparently, they were already calling campus security from inside the classroom. Mm. So then I went behind the building, and I actually hid until security came because I was too scared to go back in of what, what else might happen. So... When the police showed up and they took the guy away and they took Don for questioning, we went in, we got our stuff, and we left. And we went straight to the police station to wait for our teacher to come out because our loyalty to our teachers is our teacher. And at this point, some radical person shows up in the parking lot and starts videotaping us again, screaming, you know, do you want to hit me? Do you want to condone industrial sabotage, workplace violence? And I mean, wow. we didn't do we didn't do anything. Yeah. We were waiting for our teacher. Yes, yeah. and never in a million years would we ever think on campus property that we we would be assaulted for a second time. So, whoever these people are, they, you know, they should never have tried to break into a classroom on a university campus because, you know, it, it scared us. It scared me. You know, the next thought that was going through my mind was Virginia Tech. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's what it did. And now when I go back to my Umsville campus, and, and I love my school. Don't think that I don't love my Umsville school. I love my Umsville school. But sitting in a classroom now, I'll wonder, I'll wonder in the back of my mind from now on, will there be someone else coming through that door? Will there be something else, someone else coming at us? because we're in a labor studies class that studies sociology, economics, and worker history, and, you know, the media, and, and, and stuff like this. This is what we were studying. At what point At what point does this decree us being put on YouTube and being told we do, we do workplace violence and we're union thugs and we're sabotaging people, and, and I, just, I just don't understand. I don't know how the study of labor can constitute this sort of violence towards students. Yeah, and and they weren't, I mean, outside, it wasn't just they were asking questions. I mean, they were, 
they were sort of daring you guys to hit them. Is that right? I mean, weren't they saying, yeah. why don't you well, take a swing at me? Yeah, the one guy, he was he kept saying to us, he goes, you want to take a swing at me? You want to take a swing at me? But he wasn't, he wasn't saying that to me. He was saying that to one of the male students, one of the other male students. And, oh. and we were standing there, and he, he kept trying to provoke the other male student to, to get a rise out of him. And finally, they, they took our instructor um, back to his vehicle, and then the campus police came around, and they told them to leave. And then they said they got our instructor back to his vehicle and, and everything was fine and so that's when we went ahead and left uh, just to uh, remind our listeners uh, this is student activist radio and uh, we are uh, talking with a student uh, we're conducting this interview anonymously for precautionary measures but uh, we're talking with the student now um, about uh, the labor studies uh, course that was uh, taken with uh, Professor Judy Ansel and Don Gilgem, uh, and uh, just the course uh, and sort of the controversy that has sprouted up uh, around some of the right-wing bloggers, Andrew Breitbart, uh, and uh, the big government website that have tried to claim that this course somehow um, was, you know, and the professors in this course were somehow promoting violence. Um, I wanted to ask you one more question uh, uh, and uh, then after we do have a we have another guest um, who's supposed to come on and also interview. Um, uh, but I, before that, I wanted to ask you another question. You felt threatened, uh, you know, and, and the, cl- clearly members of the class felt threatened enough, um, you know, to have security, campus security present at the class, you know, and, and you know, just how do you feel about that, especially in the context of some of the political violence that has come up, you know, and we've talked about the Tea Party and. You know, I've heard that there have been guns that have been uh, bought by member of the, members of the Tea Party to Obama rallies. Clearly, a member of Congress was was uh, killed and many other uh, or was uh, shot at and uh, and uh, almost died, and many other people around her were killed. And just this whole climate of violence, did you you felt you know sort of threatened? You know, especially with that in in context. And I just wanted to get your 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 thoughts more on, on that, you know, and how how you felt uh, threatened. I don't. Yes, I feel, and I felt threatened, and I still feel threatened. When I when when I return back to campus, am I gonna? Are they gonna be watching for me? Am I gonna be safe to walk the class? Will I be on the street safe, knowing that? they possibly have a picture of me on the video and they know what I look like. They see me in class. This man who had a camera in the doorway that Don was trying to get out of the classroom had a camera pointed right on me. I looked in his eyes. I looked right straight into this man's eyes. I guess it's Adam Sharp. And he scared me. But here's something that Don and Judy taught us, that there are going to be people out there who don't want workers to have rights, and they don't, and they want to attack people and educators and students, and to take away the right of collective bargaining. And what Don and Judy promoted in class was that collective bargaining is a pure sense of democracy and is the determinant of the American character. As both employer and employee are stakeholders in the American economy, 
when you have someone who is promoting what I just said in class to people, and then you have people who are shooting Democrats, or you have people who are, sh- you know, you have this this radical party showing up at places in universities and campaign fundraisers or, or you know, people who want to talk and uplift society and they're shooting people, and it's a scary thought that this is being allowed to take place and, and it's being condoned. There are people who are part of the Tea Party and there are people who are Republicans and there are people who are Democrats and there are people who are Libertarians whose children and students are, whose children are students in universities and they send them to universities to learn be educated, and everybody in a everybody in the American political system is being students are being targeted. It, no one is safe. Nobody is safe. Yeah, it, it seems really like I mean, it's not uh, in any way a partisan issue, from what I can see. I mean, it's just it's just a question of whether people are allowed to sort of uh, speak freely in a in a college classroom and not have. Um, their words distort. I mean, it's not even a question of free- speaking freely because you can speak freely, and and if someone Breitbart's your your language, they can manipulate what you say and try to portray you um, even worse than than whatever you're saying in the first place. But it, it, it's not really. It's really not a partisan issue because I think the the whole point of college classroom environments, in my opinion, is you know they allow for this free exchange of ideas. And they're this place where people are exploring ideas about the world, and and the, it's based on this premise that of the marketplace of ideas, where the sort of best ideas, the most rational thoughts, you know, kind of win out, and and people are capable of recognizing what's a good idea and what's a bad idea. But you don't just say, oh, we're not going to talk about this thing or that thing. And it, and what there's they seem to be doing is really just lit, like trying to enforce trying to restrict what people can say in the classroom and um, and really try to try to kind of stifle free speech and and free thought and uh, and and sort of intimidate students from being able to really learn and, and explore ideas so I don't know and, so, and you know what and they did do that because during the first half of the class before the person tried to get into our room, the first half of our class, Judy and Don would, you know, they asked us, well, you know, what do you think and how do you feel? And here I am writing stuff out on my notepad and making sure that everything was politically correct, that nothing that I said over the intercom or through the video, because I, I, I don't know if it was being taped and I was scared to death actually that it was, I was writing everything out so diplomatically correct that it couldn't be misconstrued either way if it had been copied and it couldn't be edited. I didn't want anything that I say to be edited and chopped to make it look like that I'm some sort of person who is condoning workplace violence. And and so I'm sitting here and I'm having to write all this stuff out. And I couldn't even say what I really wanted to say. I was too scared. Right. And, you know, that's interesting because the right wing, wing and many of the Tea Party sort of they talk about political correctness as this muzzle on them, and it's bad for them. Yeah. And here, you know, they are sort of with, you know, with with sort of exploiting and and, and breaching the privacy that that people you know tend to expect when they go to academic discussions. You know, they're sort of imposing their own sort of form of political correctness on everyone else. 
Well, if you know, if they they said that we were citing workplace violence, they said we were citing um, industrial sabotage. They said that we were, um, you know, promoting violence in the workplace. And you know what happened to us? They came to our university campus. They tried to break through our door. Our teacher tried to p- protect us. If anybody was promoting violence, it was them that day. If anybody perpetrated it, they came to our campus. They came into our building to our classroom, and they did it. So everything they said we were doing, they did to us that day, to us. We didn't do it to them. They did it to us. They came to us, to our university, to our school, and they did it. And now I want to know what they have to say. What, what, did, what did they have to say what they did to us? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a feeling uh, we will be finding that out uh, pretty soon. Um, so we we need to um, wrap up kind of soon because we have another uh, student who's going to be calling in uh, in a second. But um, we really appreciate you sharing your experiences. Uh, sorry, uh, you had such a such a sort of horrendous um, experience yesterday. Is there is there anything else you wanted to to add? Um, before we take a quick break or, or um, any, any other sort of closing thoughts about uh, what happened? The reason why I love my university is because the university promotes quality educators who teach quality education to their students. And my loyalty to my university is unwavered. This does not change anything. The only thing that it changes is how we deal with campus security from here on out that the university promotes free thought and free thinking and education and ideas. And that's, that's all I need, you know, all I need to say. Well, I think that's a, a good statement to end on. And uh, we'd like to thank you for coming on our show. Uh, thank and, you for having me. Yes. And uh, we are going to take a quick break and yep. then we're going to have our, our second uh, guest uh, call in, and we're going to uh, also talk with him about the his his experience with the event, specifically uh, yesterday uh, at the University of Missouri St. Louis uh, campus. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and this is Student Activist uh, Radio. <laughs> 